Jake, here's the pitch, and that's a towering drive deep down the right field line. This one's way back. It's going to go. A long home run to right field for Jake Cronenworth. And the Padres add on. It is 5-3, San Diego in the eighth. I'm so excited to present the Prentice Scott Union Uniform, which is a player-led uh, movement that's been developed over multiple generations of student-athletes. Oh, my heavens. Toby and TJ back with you. Thursday, October 13. TJ, get Skip Johnson on the line for us, if you don't mind. We're supposed to have a coach on here. I'll call Skip now. OU baseball coach Skip Johnson going to join us live here momentarily as his team is uh, a couple things. They just beat the Texas Rangers uh, a couple of days ago, and now they've got a huge weekend coming up this weekend as they are going to have a celebration of World Series teams in Norman. And um, tons of players who have played through the years on different OU Baseball College World Series teams will be coming together. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We welcome in now the baseball coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Skip Johnson. Good morning, coach. What's going on? How are you today, sir? Unbelievable. Blessed that I'm vertical. (laughs) that's good that's good hey tell me about the game on tuesday night how did you feel like your guys played and what jumped out at you um i think the presence jumped out on them on me a a little bit them being present uh through strikes uh played really good defense didn't make an error uh walked three guys and 12 uh you know 12 pitchers through um Swung the bat, stole a lot of bases, uh, created some chaos, and, uh, um, you know, it was really good for our club to play somebody different besides themselves. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a great time of the year. It's bow season. It's uh, baseball playoff season. It's football season. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great time of the year, and we get to practice every day to try to get better. So it's a, a great time of the year. The weather's great out there for you right now to practice in, uh, too. 
Now, you, you stole 12 bases. That's not, I mean, that's a big number, but we knew you were going to run. You ran a lot last year. I'm interested in knowing about the pitching because you have brought in both through the transfer portal, the JUCO route, and freshmen a whole bunch of new arms this year. So I know it's early, but tell us about a few of those guys that you think could be big impact guys for you. Well, uh, uh, you know, Kel, Kel Davis, um, he's the Westmore kid that was tra- transferred in from uh, uh, Oklahoma State. He threw in the back end. We'll probably throw him in the front end of the game this year. Um, a kid named Jamie Hitt from uh, uh, Texas Tech has come in and thrown really well. Um, some junior college transfers from Cali County and from McLennan Junior College uh, have come in and thrown really well. Will Karsten from McLennan, uh, um, Gray Harrison from McLennan, uh, Pierce, Carson Pierce from Cali County, Aaron Weber, uh, trying to get some stability with the guys that are coming back with like Aaron Calhoun, Campbell, Sunloff, um, you know, those type of guys that we're trying to figure out as we go through this uh, uh, fall, just giving them two innings of work continue to progress on their uh, uh, deliveries where they can repeat them and just just trying to teach them game management as we go through it. Have some good freshmen that have uh, been really good this fall. Julian Hatcham from Chicago, uh, he's been really good. Uh, we, you know, it's those, those guys that uh, uh, are, are going to be the separators for us as we go through. Cale uh, Davis, you mentioned there he has been a back into the bullpen guy for Oklahoma State, but you see him as a starter probably for you. Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, he can. He's physical. He's strong. I think he can uh, uh, go out and give you locks of innings for you on the front end of it. You know, uh, uh, I mean, it's he's a three pitch guy with uh, uh, with some mound presence. I mean, he. I remember two years ago on Sunday, we'd beat him on Friday and Saturday, and uh, he willed his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a big, strong will, and uh, I think that was been. I think that's what kind of uh, really drawed me to him. And and he and he contacted us, and that was good. He wanted to be here, and so it's a that's always a good sign. One other guy you mentioned there, Will Karsten, uh, from McLennan Junior College. Six foot seven right hander. Uh, tell us more about him. And you see him as a bullpen guy or a starter? Right now, I'll probably start in, a, in a more of a starter rotation, but uh, he's been a starter for McLennan. They played, they won the national championship two years ago. He pitched one of the biggest games there as a freshman to, to beat San Jack to move him to the championship series. Uh, last year, he took him to the World Series. He won two games in a regional. Um, actually pitched 10 innings in a regional championship game, wow. you know, and, uh, he has, he has, uh, uh, he, he's a physical kid, six foot seven, six foot eight, um, really, really competitive. Now it's just trying to polish his, uh, 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 going pitch to pitch, you know, understanding, uh, body language, understanding, under, understanding what it's one pitch at a time and getting to the next pitch, hundred percent of what you got to get to the next pitch. I know that um, Aaron Calhoun, I think, went to the Cape and all your guys go play summer ball. Is there anybody that has come back and, you know, a returner who 
you say, boy, the, su- the summer ball has really had a good impact on them? Well, I mean, I think, <coughs> excuse me, each and every one of them, Toby, in some sense, have done that. You know, I think uh, uh, Aaron Calhoun got better uh, over the summer. Sunloff had gotten better over the summer. Um, Jackson Nicholas has gotten better over the summer. I mean, Spikerman didn't play, and he, he's been electric this ball. I mean, it's been really fun to watch. Wallace Clark didn't play. He got, you know, he got stronger like Spikerman did. They spent a lot of uh, time in our weight room with our uh, strength coach, Tim Overman. And, uh, uh, I mean, all those guys have gotten better. And have they made that big jump? No, not yet. And uh, uh, But do we want to make a big jump? You just want to keep plowing at it. I mean, just keep plowing at it inch by inch. It's a success. So, uh, uh, I think if you're, you're – all of a sudden, you see this guy this year, and he's this year. It's like Jake Bennett. You saw that guy evolve over three years. That's what development is about. It's it's evolving. It's not one day they're good, and all of a sudden the next day they're great. It's over a period of time, and when they do it over a period of time, it's more long lasting to me. You went to the national championship series of the college world series last year, so this is probably a bit of an unfair question, but. Is there an area where you would you feel like you could be better this year or you need to be better this year? Well, I mean, there's always areas that we need to be better. We need to get better at playing baseball, understanding what the uh the the small details in baseball is about. If a guy's if a guy's on second base, uh you can hit behind the runner, you can handle a bat, you have bat control. Uh, you can pitch backwards if you have to pitch backwards. You can locate fastballs. Uh, you can you can be in control yourself one pitch at a time. There's things that you can get better at in baseball every day. That's the that's uh, uh, the gift about baseball. You watch this time of year in the playoffs, Toby. It's really cool watching these guys make decisions and watching how important one pitch is and one out is. It's so important. Like Kershaw give up two runs and. I think the third or the fourth inning, it started off with a one-out, just a swinging bunt down the third base line. You know, or it was no out, swinging bunt, two strike. He did All he did was put the ball in play. And all of a sudden, the man on first, he leaves a breaking ball, uh, got singles in the in between first and second. Now they got first and second. And then how, how good Kershaw is, he punches out the first guy, and he gets one out. And the next guy, they don't ring him up. Just one pitch is a ball strike on the outside corner. They don't ring him up. Next guy rolls over a ground ball and, and scores a, a run. You know, and that's uh, that's what it is. It's about one pitch and and to focus on that and really be really good at one pitch. The areas I think we might be better at. Um, I think through the we don't, might not have the three horsemen at the uh, the starters. But through the whole pitching staff, we might throw more strikes. I think our defense is is good, if not better. Uh, we got to get. We still. We're going to be more athletic at first base. I mean, Blake Robinson was incredible. The the leadership that he had and what he did. But we'll be a little bit more athletic. I, I mean, it just you hope and pray that that you're as good at first base as uh, uh, as he was last year. We'll be more athletic. We'll be able to run in that position. But uh, um, the outfield's just about the same. We added a kid named uh, Bryce Madron from Blanchard 
that went to Cali County that was National Junior College Player of the Year. He's a really, really good player. And uh, um, I think that will add a big piece to our offense. Uh, you know Coach Willits is going to run the offense. Uh, he's going to be aggressive, and he's going to try to create as much chaos as he can. Uh, one other guy I want to ask you about, and then I want to ask you about this weekend, and we'll get you out of here. Uh, Dakota Harris, uh, I think he's the young man that was at one point committed to Tennessee, ends up coming here. I think he's going to play shortstop for you this year, but tell us about Dakota. He's like an old soul. He's, uh, uh, he works extremely hard. He spends a lot of what we call me time uh, during the year, and what I mean by me time is we only get four hours. You know, Right now we're in teams, so we get 20 hours a week with him. On the other times, we get four hours a week on our individual days. He spends a lot of time working on his game, and uh, uh, he loves baseball. He, he's a routine kid. Uh, he's going to be a really good player. It was great that he got here because the development side of our program is going to really help him to be who he, who he wants to be. Um, he's, a, he's a good kid. He's a leader. He, he gets out and does his work. Um, his team got – I think fourth or fifth place in our our uh, team stuff this morning. We have a team deal we do at seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, it's pretty fun to watch. They get really competitive. I thought they were going to have a brawl today, which is even better. <laughs> All right, this weekend's going to be great. I'm very excited to see you on Friday night. You're going to have a whole lot of former players back from college World Series teams. Not only last year, but the 2010 team, those uh, teams in the 90s, even some in the 70s are all coming back. What a special Friday night. And then Saturday, I think you guys are being honored at the football game as well. What a special weekend this is going to be for your baseball program, Skip. No no doubt about that. I mean, there's a reason why Ryan Gaines is the best operation guy in the world, baseball operations guy in the world. You know, he uh, – uh, we sat and met about this weekend, you know, three or four or five months ago, and he goes, you know what we need to do is try to bring every team that went to the World Series, not just celebrate the 2022 team that went to the World Series. Let's celebrate everybody because we've got to get baseball rolling at this. We've got to get the fans involved. We've got to, we've got to get this. We need those guys. And uh, uh, what better, uh, you know, weekend to do it, you know, at a football game and, and having those guys come back, I mean, I think some guys are in instruction league, so we won't get to see some all the guys that are back. But it's always a pleasure being around formal, former guys. I mean, when I took this job, that was my goal is to, uh, uh, as a head coach, was to, you know, with the with the stuff that Coach Seymour did, with the stuff that uh, Coach Cochell did, to to you know, all those players, all those great players, and just carry that torch on, just keep it on. Because there's a rich tradition in Oklahoma baseball, and we've got to we've got to uh, honor that every time we walk out there, throw a bullpen, field a ground ball. We're trying to uh, uh, carry that torch and keep carrying it. You the man, Skip. I'll see you Friday night. Thanks. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. Sooner baseball coach Skip Johnson, fresh off a win over the Texas Rangers on Tuesday night, and uh, welcoming back. Um, some really cool names, TJ. I'll try to get a list before tomorrow morning of all the guys that are going to be back this weekend. Who'd they beat Tuesday uh, night? The Texas Rangers. 
I can't hear you. Uh, I'll try to get a yeah, list. I've got earwax in my ear. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that brief departure to talk sports. We'll get back to earwax and uniforms when we come back <laughs> on the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. A big thank you to RK Black. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They've been bringing uh, offices, great technology solutions since 1952 in Kansas and Oklahoma. Fax, copiers, printers, scanner, document management, network solutions. All of the above they can help you with at your office. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. We are so far behind on this text line. Toby just will not shut up sometimes. Oh, let me see My apologies. No, let me see. i got to scroll way back here. This is going back pretty far. Uh, good morning, lads. Good morning. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I like the Rough Riders. I like that the Rough Riders are retired and the anthracite uniform is fire. Fire. Gunny of Stutzman Army says. Fire emoji. I uh, should have warned people about this at 6.52 when it came in, but apparently 235 North is a standstill at the 44 Junction. Yeah, a little late now. So, sorry about that. I just now, I'm just ago. now seeing it. Uh, let's see here. Mike and Edmund, I'm learning to TJ's way. I'm leaning to TJ's way on this. No doubt that they are a great-looking uniform, but if you ask me, I'd rather see the guys run out in our identity, Crimson and Cream, all day, every day, not being militant about it. I just think Crimson and Cream is OU. No gimmicks needed. It's from Mike and Edmund. Uh, from Sooner Celtic, the unis, the message is fire. We need unity right now, and that said, we need to win, and they might as well set them all, or they might as well set them all on fire. So he says the uniforms are fire, but yeah. if they lose, set them on fire. All right. Mike Worley from Ringling, Mickey. King of the Mountain, or Mickey, sorry, uh, Bills. He's already picked the Bills. Mickey, you took the Bills in week two. Try again. Ooh. Boy, don't anger Toby. Jeez. No, I'm not. I'm just I'm trying to Ouch. speak loudly in case he's not. They haven't had his know. earwax removed. Right. Uh, Ryan Talaferro. Bills, Bengals, Packers, and Bucks. So Mickey Worley from Ringling. Pick somebody other than the Bills. Okay, Ryan Talaferro. Go ahead. Uh, the Rams. That's a legal pick right there. Thank you. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Have a great day in Boomer. Thank you. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Let's see here. I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see here. 62 on September 8th. What is that referring to? If the players and coaches like alternate uniforms, the fans and media should support them by shutting the bleep up. <laughs> okay. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> uh, if that's the case. <laughs> Big Iron 55 wants to know why the bleep there are preseason awards. Can we stop giving out awards just for the sake of giving out awards? Big Iron 55? Yep. Yep. All right. Listen, Big Iron 55. It is the most worthless thing that we do in sports is to give out preseason awards and name preseason teams. 
I am wholeheartedly agree with you. It is a prediction of here's who we think is going to be good. It's never right. It is just talk show fodder to get knuckleheads like me and TJ to talk about uh, their sport on the air. And it works. We do it every time. As soon as they release the preseason poll today, we'll talk about it tomorrow too. But Big Iron 55, uh, you are correct. It is a worthless endeavor. Man, I love these uniforms. I hope they wear them at a night game and then have a blackout with the crowd. That's from Chaos Sooner. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. If they win, then they do next year. They should bring them back only once a year, I think. Next year, they wear them for a night game. With the fancy lights. Yeah, the fancy lights. (laughs) (laughs) I sat in the end zone in disgust as Marshall Falk ran all over us and scored repeatedly. That's a name, Toby, you have to be careful with. There's some people that mess that name up. up. Yeah, I messed Uh, it up once at Channel 9. It almost cost me my job. Uh, He says, this is not that. Boomer Sooner. All right. Uh, what are the odds that Arby's workers listen to your show and want to hear you complain about it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Something's going on. Uh, you might have answered this in the 8 o'clock hour yesterday, but I missed the answer. Help a lady out. And i got to go back here. Let's see. Right. He's got a quick whip, but his blank is slow. Fill in the blank. His 40. 40. Uh, Toby yeah, and Kerry uh, Murdoch raced in a 40 in the parking lot one day years ago. Yeah. Uh, so... A little history on the show for those of you that are new. Uh, we used to do, like all the time, we all were younger and f- full of bravado, and we'd challenge each other to stupid things. Like, uh, Kerry Murdoch thought he was faster than me. And maybe some <laughs> of you don't know, we used to be on a show together. Right. Kerry used to work at this station. Neither one of them showed up one, on time years ago, but they, they had a show hour, together. Six to seven, is that right? Is that when he was on with me? Uh, yes, and then someone had that brilliant idea before that to go at five or 5.30, to which I oh. finally put a quick end to. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kerry and I, it was great memories. I flipped a table one day. I got so mad at him. I uh, threw a water bottle across the room one day. I got so mad at him. We also uh, challenged each other to a race as to who was faster. Well, honestly, we both went through a whole three-month conditioning workout with Sean at, what was the name of that gym over there? It was at the Brookhaven, uh, whatever. No, 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 no. It was right down, it was at, uh, right down the road from the station. Uh, uh, Kong, oh, Congo. It was when Congo's was open, and it was the place next to Congo's. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Anyway, Sean worked us out for three months each. We both lost a ton of weight, got in the shape of our lives, and then we raced each other uh, in a 40. <laughs> and, and I a, won. In a 40-yard uh, race, uh, they weren't running with 40s, uh, which would be more fitting. 40-yard dash, like they do for the NFL Combine. And I won – with like a 6.2 or something ridiculously slow like that. Uh, we've had several other challenges through the years. Teddy and I played basketball against each other. TJ and I had a uh, – well, TJ did free throws, not not against anybody, just the free throw challenge that you won with flying colors. Chris Joseph and I had a three-point shooting contest. Remember that one I time, do. Uh, I TJ? I remember that. Of course, Cheesehead famously challenged uh, to a game. What else have we done through uh, the years? Uh, Oklahoma's uh, sexiest sports personality that 
Carrie and I ended up in the bracket mm-hmm. against each other, and he brought in his guitar and called uh, some girl on the phone and sang a love song to her. Yeah, that yeah, was and then lost that week to me and was irate because yeah, he, he was sang really a romantic, romantic <laughs> love song. Uh, now Jacob Potter reminded me, and we were talking about the heart scan that I had live on the air one time. I also ran on a treadmill one time oh, live on Sherry. the air. Uh huh. At Academy Sports and Outdoors to uh, – now, if I went – what was it? If I went three miles in an hour or something – it was some sort of a mileage in a certain amount of time. Everybody got into that night's game for five bucks or something like that. It was some promo yeah. mm-hmm. for health and fitness. And so I, at an Academy Sports and Outdoors, <laughs> I ran on a treadmill in front of the whole world. Everybody came to watch. <laughs> We did it live. It was so embarrassing. So we've done some stupid things through the years. Still, Getting earwax removal would not to. be at the top of our list. Uh, right, but it would exactly. be pretty high. Pretty high. By the way, I have received a recommendation from one of the OU doctors out there. Oh, interesting. Where they send the teams to when they need this done. And uh, so I have I have some potential doctors for us to choose from for our procedure here, TJ. Interesting. Um, I've heard from some people uh, texting me on my phone that have done this, and the, the details are disgusting, but they say it's well worth it. Does so. every Have you run across anybody yet that says don't do it? No, not yet. No, I, all of them me on, either. All of them that have uh, texted me said you've got to do it. It's it's unbelievable. So Yeah. yeah. Aren't you intrigued? I am, especially after Adam called and said you could hear the wind. I was like, huh? huh. He said huh. the wind like whistles through your ears. I, I haven't heard the wind in years, TJ. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I just want to hear the birds sing again, you know? All right, give me one or two more. Uh, uh, I was waiting for Toby to ask Skip the most important question. Has he harvested a deer yet? I feel like he would have brought that up, but that I should have asked. Uh, you know, let's of see here. Harvested a deer. Oh, this is a recruit. Uh, you can't get into names and stuff, but they're saying uh, uh, there's a kid flipping to Texas. Um, love somebody skip. announced this morning a flip perhaps or there's rumor of it maybe love there's skip johnson he's the best thank you guys for some baseball talk still so underappreciated at the university you're welcome uh quote of the day uh quote of the day quote i thought they were going to have a brawl today which was even better end quote you can have <laughs> you, you, how can you not love that is what this texter is asking that's <laughs> true Oh man, you know how many uh how many pitch outs and pickoff attempts we are gonna have some five hour baseball games this year at Eldell Mitchell Park oh, because goodness. there are gonna be some terrified pitchers of of our running game. Without Just a doubt. Constantly I mean against a major league team they're still in bases all over the place. I mean come on. Yeah, they're twelve for twelve against the Texas Rangers <laughs> That's the right. Day. All right, break time. It is a Thursday morning here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Percentage estimation of the text line reaction. Thumbs up, thumbs down to the new alternate Prentice got 
uniforms. I'm going through here and clearing out some so that I don't miss any picks, and I uh, knew we wouldn't get to the, the rest of these because there were a lot of texts on here, some about earwax, some about the uniforms, uh, some about <laughs> other things. Uh, a lot of people very happy we had Skip on today and uh, can't wait till February. But going through here. Hey, you should roll out Friday night. You would really enjoy Friday night. I would, but I won't be here. So, um, you going to the lake this weekend? Uh, yeah, we've got some things we got to right. take care of before next week. So, All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, I'm a garbage man. Bring it. But overall, like I think from the ones I've read and the ones I'm reading as I clear these out and and go through them, I would say it's it's overwhelmingly positive. I would say like eighty to twenty percent, if not higher, eighty-five to fifteen percent. It's mostly good that I'm seeing here, which is really weird with the topic that it is and how things are going, you know. There are some on here that, you know, uh, complaining about the record and focus needs to be elsewhere, you know, those type of texts are on here, but overwhelming positive on the text line I did see one guy yesterday is like, uh, no wonder we're losing games. All our coaches are concentrating on designing new uniforms. Right. That again, I, I believe that's how the person speaks. Well, that's why Brent was late to a couple of those uh, coaches' shows yeah. and press conferences. He was in the final uh, decision-making of uh, the type of stitching to use. That's so, exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. Uh, but, yeah, Most, mostly mostly positive on the, on the text line. Well, that is interesting. I would not have guessed that for the exact reason you said, because of – the general mood in the fan base right now and the fact that they've lost three straight games and just got blanked by Texas 49 nothing. that any kind of announcement would be greeted with any kind of positivity this week, much less an alternate uniform. So I think it speaks to two things. One, they did an excellent job designing this. Right. It is a really cool, sharp look. Um, I disagree with the person that said they should have gone black. I think the anthracite gives it a... Anthracite's anth- a better look, in my opinion. The anthracite and crimson is a really cool color combination, I think. And it still fits in our color palette. I know crimson and cream is our is our color palette, but anthracite is an altern- alternative member of our color palette as well. That's why you've seen it on softball and basketball uniforms and i'm really hoping we get a baseball uniform this year i assume that's going to be the case i think my understanding is this goes beyond football yeah this, that was that was yesterday they said that this would go other teams would be wearing mm-hmm. the uh this the style unity uniform so yeah so i'm i'm hoping whether it's anthracite or black or well i guess it's not gonna be black but i assume it'll be anthracite i i think hopefully baseball's got a uni like this this year um, but anyway, back to football. I think it, it it speaks to the fact that these were really well designed. Um, they look sharp. And if you have seen any of the reaction from the players, both present, former, and hopefully future, it has been, as far as I can tell, unanimously that they love this. And two, I think it speaks to they did a great job rolling this out with Caleb Kelly and the message behind them and explaining the message behind them, not just not just saying, hey, these are our unity uniforms, you know, but these Caleb, are fire. Yeah. Caleb explaining the point 
and the process. And there's probably a whole lot of people, unfortunately, but just the fact, probably a whole lot of people who before yesterday were unaware of who Prentice Gott was. There's a lot of us that have heard the name Prentice Scott around here for a lot of years and understand the magnitude of what he meant to OU football. But my guess is there's a whole lot of younger uh, people and current players who have never heard the name Prentice Scott and do not know what his legacy is at the University, University of Oklahoma. And to honor him in this manner um, is really cool. And to have Caleb kind of be the face of rolling it out and and do as good of a job as he did is really cool. So kudos to him and to the you know how they went about all this because I think that probably has helped greatly with the reception of them. They they oh, first, I don't think first and any foremost that, yeah. they did a great job designing them. They got to look good or nobody's going to like them. And secondly, They've done an outstanding job explaining the reasoning behind them and rolling them out. There's absolutely no doubt it, it calmed my anger some, uh, especially once the, the video was out there with Caleb and him talking about it. So they, they did a great job with the presentation of it, without a doubt. The guy was obviously a... Um, uh, you know, uh, the magnitude of what he did for OU football in being the first black player at the University of Oklahoma is his legacy. However, he was an unbelievable football player. And I don't know that everybody knows, you know, the magnitude of how great of a player. Like, he played in the NFL. He was two-time uh, all-conference player. He went on to get his Ph.D. after his playing years. Um, just a brilliant, un- all-around all human being. And brave, too. And uh, Wasn't he in the office at one point for the Big 12? I think, I think that's right. Assistant yeah, to the commissioner or something. I think he yeah, even think worked in the that. Big 12 at one point. Uh, so there cannot be a better person to honor, and the fact that they kind of chose him is beautiful. It's really well done. So kudos to everybody involved there. And a great job by Caleb. And for the most part, this is a really hard thing to kind of keep quiet about, but they did a really good job kind of keeping quiet about it. I uh, something happened a couple of weeks ago because everybody thought the new unis were coming out a couple of weeks ago. You remember that with the? Well, I don't remember what was it uh, the Kansas State, State game uh, or the Kansas State? It was game one. Is it uh, the Kansas State or the Kent State? One of those two. I can't remember which one, but yeah, everyone thought uh, that was an alternate game uh-huh. for whatever reason. That yeah, somebody said something or somebody shot mm-hmm. something that got. I don't know what happened there, but everybody got all riled up that week. But um, yeah, now they got to go win, Teej. That's or, the thing. You've got to yeah, go win. There is pressure on him to win this game so How that we can see him next year. Huh? Yeah. No, it's not going to. Yeah. They will not be well received if we go lose to Kansas. 
And we say we because I obviously play for the football team. <laughs> I hope your game plan's better, Toby. 847. We'll be back. Uh, Chris Plank joins us next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Sometimes it's good to just kind of uh, take evaluation at the end of a show, TJ. What did we, what did we learn today in today's show? Uh, we learned what our wives have been telling us for years. We need to get our ears cleaned out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, we learned that the ladies love me in my cowboy mm. boots. I forgot about the sexy photo you posted yeah, earlier today. Yeah, that's right. We've learned that it's, uh, as uh, one person just said, it's gray, you pretentious bleeps. Um, they don't like us using anthracite. No, okay. They would yeah, like us to use yeah. the word gray. And we've learned that most people on the text line today have been positive when it comes to the alternate uniform, which is surprising. So there's a lot and of a lot of uh, you can play naked as long as you win Saturday. Oh, so there's a lot of that. stuff like no, that. Please yeah. don't do that. And uh, according to the head coach, a near brawl. A near brawl that he was in at support the of. baseball facility. <laughs> that Skip was today. in support of. That's, that's right. right. That's right. What a show. We welcome in now Chris Plank for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. He was on the call last night for a nationally televised scrimmage at Marita Hines Field. Good morning, Chris. Toby, what's going on, buddy? How are you? How did we look last night? I think we're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay. My God. That's good. Who was the star? What's the storyline from last night? First, two things that really kind of funny. But I, I want to I want to show context real quick. I love it when you guys talk about the history of the morning show and some of the things that you guys did. But my favorite part, as someone who had to become a show historian to write the celebration article for Boyd Street of what was it twenty twenty years together? Yeah, it's like together. eighteen, eighteen or so. Something yeah, eighteen, like that. right? TJ, eighteen. I think that's right. Uh, well, we've been together almost 19, so I think the article was for our 15 yeah. year or something. How long have we been married, well, Teach? <laughs> we've been almost been 20 years, long? Toby. All right, go oh ahead. Gosh. Teach. The best part of that is that the flipping of the table came in an argument over the David West. David West. David West. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it. That's what it took for Toby to reach an anger level that he had never reached in his life. I was not sleeping very much in those days. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Carrie Uh, said David West was going to be a journeyman. I said he was going to be an all star. I was right. Right. Two time all star. And this was this was very pre Thunder. Happened to play for there was there wasn't as in depth, you know, with with the understanding of the league at that time for some either. So that's that's hilarious. Number two. Last night was Hispanic Heritage Night, um, and so Luis was with us, and oh, he nice. dropped first pitch, and so we just, I said, hey, why don't you come up and call a couple hitters? Actually, let me read, Jackie Livingston had the idea. Why don't you have him call a half inning with you? And so he, I just like, let's have him call the second a couple of batters. Literally, Toby, the first pitch of the first batter he calls, Grace Lyons, it's a home run over the left field wall, and it's fantastic. <laughs> It's fire emoji. So, We've been using fire emoji a lot today. Was it fire emoji? It's very fire emoji. Now, I have no idea what he was saying. Um, I heard Grace Lyons in there a few times. But it was just like the timing of it, where you're like, all right. Grace Lyons se prepara para el bate. Y 
se va la pelota, se fue, bye bye, arrivederci, hasta luego, Renzi Lions, home run. He's so much better than the guy that calls football. La casa, la número tres, y el equipo de las bombas. Everything is so much better in Spanish. Uh, right, right, even the part yeah. where he's going through do re mi fa so la ti do that sounded great right. there yeah. <laughs> yeah. like hey. i said he turned to me it's funny because he didn't know and and i struggled with this all night long because they they named one team los bombas the bomb they named one team los Camp, campeones which is the champions and he turned to me to ask which team she was on and i was just so happy that she hit a home run that he got the call he, he, i had no idea what he was asking me i'm like i don't know so that was really cool from That's last awesome. night. That's great. Yeah, but I love Luis. He's, yeah. Enrique and Luis are fantastic. Do yourself yeah. a favor some Saturday in a non-stressful moment, or maybe for the whole game. Turn over and listen to those guys. It's fabulous. <laughs> in a non-stressful moment. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know when things are going well. That's for sure. Um, Softball-related question and baseball-related question for you guys that just came in. Do you guys either one know yeah, if they're ahead. going to do the Halloween OU so- uh, baseball softball game this year? The charity game? I haven't heard anything about that. Have you, Chris? I haven't heard anything. Okay. No. So I would probably say that would be a negative joke. I would have heard about it by now. Yeah. You think? Someone's probably yelling at their radio. Caitlin Fournier or someone's yelling, you've got emails on it. It's coming up. But I don't, I mean, I haven't seen anything, to be honest. Uh, but it was really cool last night, guys, because you got like two different games. The first three innings were a pitcher's duel. Um, they went into the fourth, just one run. It was a 1-0 game. Uh, and then there was like 18 runs, in the final four innings between the two teams. You had two, you had a grand, you had, I think you had two grand slam home runs. So it was, How was, the it crowd? was really fun. I mean, the crowd was amazing. It was sold out. And it was, <laughs> well, I don't know if they officially called it a sellout, but you, you couldn't find a seat. You couldn't yeah, find a seat. We'll call it a sellout. Uh, yeah. um, but it was great, man. It was, it was a fun night. You had, I mean, think about Jordy Ball facing off against T.R.A. Jennings. In a base wow. loaded situation, wow. you don't get work like that. No, <laughs> if you're playing a regular fall ball squad, that's that was pretty crazy. good. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, all right, hey Chris, have a great show today. Thanks, Toby. Talk to you soon, man. Thanks to Skip Johnson for joining us today. We'll do it again tomorrow. It's a big OEC Fiber Football Friday tomorrow morning. Have a great Thursday, everybody.